and welcome to the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Bone. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 207. 207 in the hot. What's good, everybody? Thank you for tuning in, whether you're on YouTube or your favorite podcasting app. And what's really good? How y'all doing out there? Hope y'all staying safe for real. We in the summertime heat like a motherfucker. I'm sweating my balls off right now, son. I ain't even got them no more. They already done dripped down my leg and shit. But yeah. Hot as a motherfucker out here in New England. Hope y'all staying cool, staying safe, all that good shit, man. And yeah, we just chilling over here, chilling, chilling. A lot of new music to talk about. A little, a little slow on the new side, but I think that's because we're at the calm before the storm, before the gathering pops off, and uh, all that good shit, man. So yeah, thank y'all for tuning in. Much fucking love. I appreciate it, man. Let's get into some new music. Let's stop wasting fucking time. Let's get right into it. Shy361, formerly known as Shy1, dropped his new EP last Friday called The Cemetery 2. This is the follow-up to The Cemetery that dropped in 07, maybe? I want to say maybe 06? But yeah, he's been teasing some stuff on his social medias. I thought we were going to get a new song from Shy One, now known as Shy 361. But turns out it's a new EP, The Cemetery 2, the follow-up. And this shit is fire. Fire. This is my favorite release last week. I've bumped it a handful of times over the weekend. This EP is fire. Now... If you're not familiar with the first Cemetery EP, um, every song off the first one was based off a horror movie. And then same goes for the Cemetery 2. Every song is based off a horror movie. Now, I'm no horror movie buff. To be honest, I'm not even a big horror movie fan. I, just, I don't know. I love horrorcore. I love the wicked shit, but not a big horror movie fan. So I couldn't tell you what any of these songs are really based on. But man, The Cemetery 2, anybody t- any, anytime somebody does a sequel to something that they previously released, you know, like a part two to an album, EP, whatever, it's hard. It's hard to live up to those expectations from that first project that you put out, you know? We've seen a lot of disappointments with sequels out there as far as albums go. But this shit right here is a very solid follow-up to the first Cemetery. Cemetery 2 is fire. Six brand new songs from Shy One. Only one feature on here. But this album, or EP, is fire. Um, I love every song on here. And I've said before, if you're a fan of that old school Memphis devil shit, you'll love Shy one. I mean, go peep where I stand, where I fall. Just anything that he's done. He even did a dope-ass cover of ICP's Prom Queen. That's absolutely killed that shit. Fire. But this EP right here is super dope. Only six tracks. But the one thing about Shy one is you're not going to get a minute and a half song, a two-minute song. The shortest song on here is three minutes and 40 seconds. The longest one clocking in at five minutes 26 seconds. 
Shy One, the 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 builds the buildups in the beginning of every song. Every song has like a minute, like where it just builds up, and then the song, you know, the beat finally kicks in. Love the way he does it. He hasn't really switched up, switched it up too much since doing it back in the day. And I love that he keeps killing it. A couple standout tracks on here for me would probably be Anna and Lucy, the second track. I love the way the beat switches up towards the end of the track. This I love that. That song is fucking fire. So dope, man. And then my favorite song on here would probably be Ju Yeon. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. And if not, I apologize. But fuck, man. That is easily my favorite track on there. Again, if you're a fan of the old school 3-6 Memphis Devil shit, you'll love Shy One. And of course, and then the Cemetery 2, he actually bundled it with the first Cemetery because the first Cemetery EP was not available on uh, digital streaming, but it is now bundled with this. And then there's a couple other bonus tracks as well. But man, I got to listen to the first Cemetery 2 as I'm like, as I finished up the Cemetery 2. And that shit sounds just as good as it did 15 years ago, man. Shy One kills it on this album. And I'm, I'm so glad. I said this last year when he finally dropped the door. Like, this dude finally dropped the door after that shit being hyped for a long, long time. And then he's back with another project. I love seeing Shy One put out music. And granted, The Door was a project that had been worked on for a long time. He'd been sitting on that, but for him to follow up with with the Cemetery 2 so quickly is great. I love it, man. He dropped the door in 2020, actually. So two years ago, we dropped that shit. But still, for him to come back just after two years, drop another project when we went at least 10 years when he dropped uh, the six years project, right? And I love it. I love to see the comebacks. Been a huge Shywan fan for a long ass time. Super dope to see. Peep this shit, man. If you haven't checked it out yet, Shy, you to look it up on the artist on Apple Music, Spotify, whatever. It's X Shy three six one X, and it's fire. Just peep anything. If you want to go peep his old shit, just look up Shy One. The album Where I Stand, I Will Fall, is up up on Apple Music and all that shit as well. So go peep that shit because Shy One is that dude and he stays killing it after all these years this next project i'm gonna talk about people were asking why i didn't talk about it last week i think it was dc figure why you ain't talk about neon sermon this week the pre-orders are live albums dropping next week i said to dc there is so much shit i gotta try to make sure that i gotta cover every single week and some shit Goes under the radar. Every week there's at least one thing that I forgot to talk about, whatever. And that's even with doing, having the notes and having the prep and everything for my show. It's just, it's a lot to cover. I do my best. But Neon Sermon 001 is out now up on Loki's website right now digitally. Pre-orders are live for it as well. You can get hard copies for it. He's got a whole bunch of different merch for it. It's eight tracks. I don't know how long it is, but it's a fairly short listen. I listened to it once yesterday. And 
if you didn't like the Godzilla track, you might not like the rest of the album. It's kind of how the rest of this album sounds. Like it just has a consistent um theme throughout the project. Seven killed the production on here. Loki did his thing on here. Crux did his thing. Batty Bat was barely on this project from what I could tell. I only listened to it once, but it didn't really seem like Batty Bat was on here outside of a couple, you know, little things where it was blatantly obvious that it was her. But the new Neon Sermon shit, I still got to give it its proper listen. But, like I said, based off the Godzilla single, the first single that we got like a month ago, Expect that sound for the rest of the project. It's very hype. It's live as fuck. This shit is energetic, all that. So once I get it bumping in the whip, I was bumping it in the crib yesterday through the speakers and whatnot. Um, Probably one of the standout tracks for me was this track. It's just a bunch of letters, but it's Bitch, I Am the Devil, and They Let Me Out My Motherfucking Kennel. That shit is hard. That shit is is hard that shit is hard son i love that shit um that track was like a standout track for me when i was listening to it um maybe because the the title of it i was like man what the fuck does that stand for like usually when you get an acronym it's just a few letters it ain't fucking 10 of them you know what i mean but that that shit bitch i am the devil and they let me out my motherfucking kennel i love it that shit was that was a dope ass track and like i said man it's just hype Throughout the whole project, if you go peep that shit, it's up on his website. It will be up on all the digital streaming, you know, Apple Music, Spotify, all that very soon. That's how Loki does it, similar to, you know, what Buckshot does. Drop the shit exclusively through the website with the pre-orders and all that shit, and then put it out to the Apple Musics and Spotify's and all that shit. So, yeah, Neon Sermon, Loki, Crux One, Batty Bat is out now. Up on the website, hitting streaming soon. Going to strange music. Joey Cool dropped his new album, The Chairman of the Board. That shit is out now. Strange music. If there's one thing that they know how to do, it's just fucking put out a shitload of music and just stay consistent as hell. Straight up. Consistent as shit. This is Joey Cool's fifth album since 2018. He's dropped an album every year for the last five years. You know, the his self-titled, Old Habits Die Hard, Cooley High, I Tried to Be Normal Once, which dropped last year, and now the chairman of the board, Strange Music Artists, they pump shit out every fucking year. Same with Tech 9 He's been on that grind now for damn near... When did Everready come out? 06? So a good 15, 16 years of dropping an album, at least an album every year. He got a little carried away at a couple points where he was dropping, you know, two, possibly three projects a year. But Joey Cool, chairman of the board, is out now. Sutter Kane dropped a brand new single featuring Donnie Darko and Names. Song's called De- Desperate Measures. This shit is fire. Not really on the boom bap type shit, but Sutter Kane's production never really lets you down. This dude's production is always top tier, top quality. Love this shit. Sutter Kane with Donnie Darko and Names. I only listened to it once prepping for the show, listening to the 
weekly bumps playlist. But yeah, you love you if you've loved anything from Sutter Kane that he's put out in the last shit 20 years or whatever. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't love this track right here. Shit's fucking fire, man. Donnie Darko is just one of those underrated MCs who just been doing it, been doing it, been killing it, stay killing it. So go peep that shit. Sutter Kane, Donnie Darko, Names, um, Desperate Measures. That shit is fire, fire, fire. Going on underground, Juggalo Underground, Dot Strife, formerly known as Young Strife. Dropped his new single and video. And I got to say, man, like I said last week on last week's show, this dude kills it with the videos straight the fuck up. Love the visuals that Strife puts out. This is produced by Devereaux. It's called Abandonment Leaf Orange. And I got to say, since the first time I heard Strife's music, he'd be getting better and better every time I hear it. Again, love the visuals. When I do my music video, he's doing my shit. So peep that. It's not up on Apple Music or Spotify from what I checked last time, but it is up on YouTube. And uh, yeah, peep that shit, man. Shit is fucking... The visuals are dope. And the song's pretty dope, too. So go peep that shit. And uh, finally, we got Mr. Gray's album, Operation Delirium, up on streaming. Pre-orders went up a, a few weeks back. People had them shits. I've been bumping it for a couple weeks, and it finally hit digital this past Friday. Mr. Gray's Operation Delirium is available wherever the fuck you want to listen to music. And of course, with Mr. Gray's album out being out, the Berserkers project with Buckshot and Mr. Gray is out as well. Fucking fire. This project right here, I like the Mr. Gray project. Don't get me wrong. I like that shit, but this shit right here, this shit right here is fire. I love the Berserkers Project. Been bumping the shit out of it. Glad it's up on streaming now. They got the red artwork. I love the fucking red cover for the Berserkers album. This shit, uh, man, it's got the, a new Cabal track on there. The only thing it doesn't have is uh, the bonus track. Uh, you know, the posse cut with Twisted and Ala Zulu and the uh, super famous Fun Time guys. Uh, same goes with Mr. Gray's app album, Operation Delirium. Winter Soldier was a bonus song on there. It's not on streaming. So if you do want those tracks, Terminus and uh, Winter Soldier, you got to get the hard copies. And that's the that's what people should be doing when it comes to hard copies is having bonus tracks or some kind of bonus flavor. With it, I mean, I think the the with having a CD itself, y'all know I'm a fucking huge collector. You can see my collection off to the side here, fucking like 1,500 CDs at this point. Just having the CD, the artwork, and the credits and all that shit—that's the bonus right there. Like that's that's the shit. I love reading that shit. Like I'm a nerd like that, you know. I love knowing who produced what, what who mixed what, who mastered what. Like super nerd shit, and that's me, and that's uh. <laughs> That's how the fuck I get down, man. That's how the fuck I get down. But Mr. Gray Operation Delirium and the Berserkers Project finally up on streaming everywhere. Go bump that shit because both those projects are fire. And let me know which one y'all think is better. Y'all like the Berserkers Project better or do you like Mr. Gray's Project better? Because, I mean, we get it's 
it's it it might be friendly competition, but it's competition, right? Like we always we always gotta compare and contrast shit. But yeah. And then uh let's see. Tara Reed. I haven't talked about Tara Reed in a while. Feels like anyway. It's like I'll be honest, every week I, I forget what I'd be talking about. Who knows what I fucking said from week to week. I don't fucking necessarily remember, but Tara Reed is back with his new EP called Dynamo. Available digitally everywhere. Five tracks, 17 minutes, fairly short listen. I've only heard one, actually two tracks off this shit that he released. I released one as a single, and then I put Step Up or Step Back as a single on the uh, the Weekly Bumps playlist. And Tara Reed is that shit, man. Just the hard West Coast influence coming from Tara, Tara Reed. I want to say it's wicked shit. I don't know if he'd get offended if it's wicked shit, like when Suicide Boys got offended when people were calling them horrorcorn shit. They are. They spit the wicked shit and all that good shit. But, man, Tara Reed fucking kills it. Very consistent with his work. I'm going to dive into this one. I got it downloaded to my Apple Music library. And uh, the first two songs that I heard were fucking fire. I can only imagine the other three are dope. But if you haven't checked out Tara Reed and you're looking for some West Coast wicked shit, kind of, go peep that shit because it's fucking dope, man. It's dope. He did production for Suicide Boys. He's done shit with a whole bunch of motherfuckers in the underground. And he's a highly popular EDM artist in that scene as well, you know, known as Getter. So Tara Reed, his new EP, Dynamo, is out everywhere go peep that shit and then last week suburban noise announced that they had an announcement to make the following day the following day came and went and they announced that they had signed the new their new artist concrete dream to suburban noise records concrete dream now part of the sub noise roster this is more of that new metal type shit you know, they have the Dropout Kings who are absolutely killing it right now. And they went and signed Concrete Dream, who I believe was touring with Dropout Kings uh, just recently. And they dropped their new single called Twitter Fingers. Of course, we all know what the fuck that means. They be talking, they're, they're talking about the shit talkers, you know. They be talking about the motherfuckers hiding behind keyboards, talking that shit. And talking, you know. Twitter finger, Twitter fingers. What was it? What did Drake say? He said, "Trigger fingers turned to Twitter fingers." That shit was hard. I don't give a fuck. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Concrete Dream is the new artist. If you like that new metal shit, the rapping with the hard rock, Concrete Dream might be your shit. Um, looking at their album that they dropped in 2019, three years ago, they got Hiro the Hero on there. Hiro the Hero, I'm really only familiar with. Um, because he was on Twisted's Mad Season album, which dropped in 2020. So that's dope to see a feature like that. But Subnoise, I don't know if they're... I mean, Subnoise was always... It was always a mixture of the rap, fucking reggae, some rock shit. Remember, the, I'm pretty sure, wasn't Jada Pinkett Smith's band 
on fucking sub noise. I'm pretty sure Wicked Wisdom. I'm pretty sure Wicked Wisdom was signed to Suburban Noise Records. I'm gonna look that shit up right now because I remember seeing that shit back in the day. And uh, yeah, Wicked Wisdom, Jada Pinkett's band, um, on Suburban Noise. Back in the day, yeah. Suburban Noise slash Interscope. Damn, Suburban Noise was working with Interscope back in the day? The fuck? I had no idea. But I guess, you know, Jada Pinkett doing her fucking thing. I never heard it, never listened to it. I have no idea. But like I said, Suburban Noise has always been mixing the rap and the rock and the reggae and the fucking, you know, them those that feel-good Cali shit. So that's the new band signed to Suburban Noise Records. People were hoping that they were going to announce a Cottonmouth Kings reuniting. Like, come on, man. You see D-Loke out here wilding like a motherfucker. They ain't reuniting anytime soon. That dude cannot put shit aside. And I, it's unfair for me to put it all on him too, right? It's It's got to be... It's It's got to... I got to spread the wealth amongst everybody. But, man. The shit show of the Cottonmouth Kings is just ongoing. Looks like it'll never fucking end. Who knows where it'll end up? You know, he's touring with a bunch of dudes, playing the band. I've seen clips. It looks okay, but it's just D-Loke. Anyway, I fucking digress. I don't really give a fuck, to be honest. But yeah, that's all the new music that dropped this week. Not all the new music. Obviously, there's a lot more, but shit that piqued my interest this week. And of course, you could go peep that shit on the Weekly Bumps playlist on Apple Music, Spotify, and YouTube. We are at 95 followers on Spotify for the playlist. Just five more follows, likes, or whatever the fuck it's called on Spotify to get to 100 on that shout out to everybody that's already following the weekly bumps playlist on any platform very fresh thank you very much and uh not only is it a dope way to keep people updated with new music that has dropped but it's a good way to fucking keep me updated with shit that has dropped and shit for me to check out which i usually do and yeah the weekly bumps playlist go follow that shit son thank you and then we, we were slow on news this week. So we just going to take the pot. We're going to stir it up a little bit this week. Right? We're just going to stir it up a little bit. Fuck it. Can't wait for the bag. Shaggy Too Dope. This dude's doing a bunch of solo shows throughout the summer. Another one was announced. Shaggy Too Dope performing Columbus, Ohio, September 23rd. Limited tickets available. 18 plus only, which is interesting, but it's going down in Columbus, September 23rd at the Summit Music Hall with the Swarm, J Villain, Trey Pound, Mr. Sadistic, Tritone, and St. Doc all opening up for a solo Shaggy 2 Dope performance. And, you know, we all know that Violent J has the heart problems, the heart, um, the AFib. And they did did say that they wouldn't be touring as much. But man, the touring brings in the bag. The touring brings in the money. Much better than trying to stream some songs or sell some CDs. 
Granted, they were killing it on the merch drops last year with the 30 years of ICP, right? But the touring, like, to have that steady income throughout the year is a fucking huge thing. And I'm sure they're feeling it, not being able to tour like they used to and haven't in the last few years. But Shaggy's out here doing solo shows, doing his own fucking thing. And Shaggy kills it live. Shaggy does the shit without a hype man. He's usually got a DJ up on stage, whether it's DJ Clay, um, DJ Carlito. I've seen him perform with both. No idea who's going to be, if he's going to even have a DJ for any of these shows or not. But usually, dude is solo dolo, doing his fucking own thing. No hype man. Impressive as fuck to me, man. If you're doing a show without a hype man and you're really rapping that shit, that's impressive. Straight the fuck up. Like, artists don't get credit for that type of shit, but he's out here getting the fucking bag. He been getting the fucking bag, though. You know, working with Keegan, the Shaggy and the Creep Show and all that shit. Like, getting that popping off the last couple years. Shaggy out here doing his fucking thing. It's unfortunate, you know, Violent J can't tour and shit because of his heart problems but I wish we saw more of Violent J I wish Violent J would be in the public eye more like Shaggy is right doing some kind of podcast or just something being on social media remember when Shaggy first got social media and he was killing it on the Instagram he was fucking killing it posting a whole bunch of funny shit and it was fucking great Seeing him get with the times, doing the fucking thing. But Violent J is like, where, where, where is this dude? I know he's... Uh, we haven't received any words since a couple weeks back when they said that he was in the hospital uh, with pneumonia, right? But yeah, we haven't heard anything since then. Hope Jay's doing good. I love seeing Shaggy fucking killing it. Who would want to see another Shaggy 2 Dope solo project? It's been a while. Five years, I think, since Fuck the Fuck Off, motherfucker, FTFOMF. Been about five years since that shit dropped. Who would love another Shaggy 2 Dope project? Actually, he dropped Gloomy Sunday 2019. That EP is fucking dope, too. I love that EP from Shaggy. I think that one kind of goes under the radar. For him, but he absolutely killed it. It was only four tracks, like the fuck off EP was back in the day. But every track on that shit was fire. Gloomy Sunday, Peekaboo, which was a cover of a MC uh, Ren song, Dono, and then Techniques and Tactics with Violent J. And then there was another Technique and Tactics that came out that had featured uh, Project Born, right? This one says Remix. I think the original. On the CD had Project Born on it. Or it was somewhere. I know Technique and Tactics had Project Born. Fucking somewhere. But yeah, Shaggy out here. Getting fucking to it. Because his brother in paint. Can't be out here. As hard as he was back in the day. It's dope to see. Love seeing Shaggy fucking kill it, man. Um, Hopefully. You know, they announced some kind of tour. Weren't, weren't they supposed to hit like England... In Australia this year, or Canada, or something like that this year, I think they did. Uh, they did say that at the beginning of the year. 
or at some point. Um, when they were doing the Twitch streams still. Will the Twitch streams fucking come back? Like, what is the status on the Twitch streams? I actually saw something, people saying that they got charged the five bucks for the month at the beginning of the month. I don't remember if I talked about it on the show or not, but if you're still subscribed to ICP on Twitch, like subscribed, like paying the five, six dollars a month, because that's what it costs to subscribe on Twitch, or if you're just using a prime prime sub, um, you might want to cancel it because you might get charged, or if you don't give a fuck about the five bucks, then fuck it, right? But yeah, man. Hopefully, I mean, the gathering's coming up in just a couple weeks. We are two and a half weeks out from the gathering. They got the seminar, of course. I'm sure we're going to get a shitload of news, right? They're going to have the fucking list, the notes. I'm sorry, the notes um, from Violent James. sure he's going to have fucking a couple pages worth of notes of shit to talk about at the seminar. And we'll see. We'll see what they got in store. They were supposed to release the second seed of Yum Yum at the gathering. But that got pushed back because of Violent J's hospitalization, which is unfortunate. Um, But yeah. No news from ICP. Psychopathic at this point has become kind of fucking standard. You know, the silence. Uh, They don't stay... Consistent drop in news like uh, some other people will say that. But I like seeing Shaggy out here doing his fucking thing and fucking just killing it, man. Stays fucking killing it. And speaking of the gathering, DJ Chunk, Shaggy the Airhead, they're dropping their project at the gathering. Moonlight Monster House. This is the artwork right here for it. This is, I believe this is the project that we were talking about where uh dj chunk's gonna be mixing and mashing and doing his little was all over the fucking place mixing songs up i'm hyped to hear it dj chunk is fucking nasty on the ones and twos i've said it before i'm a motherfucking broken record my damn self but chunk kills it hyped to hear the project and shag the airhead got dope beats man that dude got some fire fucking production straight up if you've been listening to ICP, Ouija Mac, anything like that, then you know Shaggy the Airhead got fire production. And then we had talked about Ouija Mac's dropping Stalewind at the Gathering. DJ Chunk and Shaggy the Airhead are dropping their project at the Gathering. Devereaux and DJ Chunk dropping their project at the Gathering. Everybody's dropping shit at the Gathering. And of course... Hoodoo dropped some news last week. He's He was in the studio wrapping up his project, and he said it's going to be out in time for the gathering. It will be available at the gathering. No word if it's a full-length album, EP, or what. A big Hoodoo got some new music, you know. He was kind of... There was a big gap between his album, The Asylum, and the Red Book that he had put out uh, in 2020. There was like a four-year gap between those two albums. And it's been two years now, so if you're a Hoodoo fan and you want new music, he's got it for you. 
at the gathering this year. So it's dope, man. The gathering. We're going to have people just releasing music and, you know, all the performances, Hoodoo's performing, everybody's, I mean, all the psychopathic affiliated artists, of course, are there. You know, the lineup this year is, eh, eh. It's the Gathering of Dreams, but it's really the Gathering of Dreams for ICP and Jump Steady, right? There's no Tech 9, of course, no Twisted. I know that's many Juggalos' dreams, say what the fuck you want. Um, But that's a lot of people's dreams, seeing them back at the Gathering. Lotus, of course. Uh, shit, Cottonmouth Kings would have been dope if they were able to pull that one off, but we kind of already discussed that shit, but man, gathering going down two and a half weeks from now, just over two weeks, and I'm hyped to hear the fucking news that comes from that shit, or and or more projects to come from the gathering. And then we got, let's see, what do we got next? Isham. If you've been following Isham, I mean, I'm, I know a lot of people do, but Isham Ben re-releasing and remastering projects pretty much exclusively to CD. He's not putting the remastered shit up on streaming. He's generally keeping it to CD only. I think the only exception would be uh, the Boomer Words from Hell album. The remastered version of that is up on streaming. And the Judgment Day remasters, which are absolutely just... I wish he would remaster those again with whoever's currently remastering his shit and re-release that as a double disc with the full artwork, like the original artwork on the cover. Man, that shit would be fire. But Isham re-released and remastered the Bruce Wayne album, Gotham City, 1987. That shit is out now. Um, you can pre-order it. or It's not even a pre-order. It's just available on his website. He, I, I didn't see any post that it was on his website. I remember him saying something in the last couple of weeks saying, you know, a remastered version of Bruce Wayne is coming. And I just happened to be thinking about it this week, went to his website. I was like, I wonder if that shit's up. Cause every time he's put some shit out, he don't post about it. He just put, puts it up on his website and the word of mouth from that point gets spread around and, you know, people find out about it and sure as shit. Isham's Bruce Wayne, the remastered version, is up on his website. You can order that shit. Isham's customer service is fucking top-notch these days. Like, you order it and you'll have it in a few days. That shit gets shipped same day usually. If not, if not, it'll be the next day. But Isham killing it on his web store lately. And uh, yeah, you can go cop Bruce Wayne, which is a fucking dope album. It's a really good album. I underrated slept on all that shit i believe we talked about it like last month it celebrated its 25th anniversary but man such a good album for me Sean. i was bumping it this week too after i figured out that the remastered version was up but yeah and then we got a la zulu with their first annual night of the zooligans going down october 1st at the thompson house newport kentucky tickets are available now a la Zululu with special guest super famous fun time guys, S-O-N, the Hooligans, and Michigan Myths. 
Michigan Misfits, excuse me, is going to fuck down, man. No surprise, super famous fun time guys are performing. And actually, no surprise any of these people are performing. They'd be performing, doing shit with Zool, um, Camp Zool and all that shit. So, yeah, no surprise, you know, to see those people on the lineup for Night of the Zooligans. Man, when it comes to Zool, I feel like we've been waiting so fucking long for an album for Zool. Or I should say, I feel like I've been waiting so fucking long for an album from a la Zululu. The Almighty dropped in 2019. Right? Was that 2019? I'm going to have to look it up. I believe it was. But, uh... Ever since the Almighty... Actually, it was 2018. Goddamn. Church of Zul, 2019. Mausoleum in 20. Necronomicon, 21. Last year... Nothing so far this year. Fingers crossed we get that Mikey Clark project. I think they said next year, but fingers crossed we we get that shit this year. Because honestly, I feel like I've been waiting for a project from Al Azulilu since the Almighty. It's been four year, almost four years at this point. I feel like I've been waiting. I fucked with Church Azul. Don't get it fucked up. I, I love Church Azul. That's a hard ass EP. Um, the Zombie Aristocrats. Killed the production on that shit. is hard, grimy as fuck from Ala Zulu. I love that shit. But it's an EP, right? It's only six, seven songs. The Almighty. That was like, that was the fucking standard. That was the new standard for the Wicked shit when that album dropped. Then they dropped the Mausoleum. And to this day, it's been two years. Or coming up on two years since the Mausoleum dropped. And... I still don't feel it, man. I was just bumping the shit not too long ago, or tried bumping it, and I, just, I, I don't, I don't know what it is about the album, man. I just, I, I not a fan. And then they dropped Necronomicon two last year, which was going back to the sound, in a sense of the Almighty. And I thought Necronomicon two sounded really fucking good, like really good. It was 13 tracks. That shit sounded really dope, but it didn't have that much replay value to it, right? Whereas the first Necronomicon, I think you can get away with that type of project being an EP. But dragging it out to a full-length album, you know, the Necronomicon thing, where they're, they're kind of following the story, it's it gets kind of drawn out. But it sounds dope, you know, like, but it it just doesn't have that replay value. Like, it's dope, but the replay value just isn't there. Like, I love the, the direction they were going for it. But I just feel like I've been waiting since fucking the almighty, man. And I hope, fingers crossed, that that project with Mikey Clark is a fucking banger. I really hope it is. I'm sure they're fucking already working on it. Putting uh, putting it together and all that good shit, but yeah, we're just gonna have to wait and fucking see, man. And then we got let's get to some more upcoming shit, um, and pre-orders and all that good shit. Donnie Menace, he announced the release date for his album Chainsaws and Boomsticks, August nineteenth. 
Chainsaws and Boomsticks will be dropping 13 brand new songs. We talked about it last week. We kind of went over the track list. Features from Lex the Hexmaster, Real Wolf, DJ Eclipse, Jay Reno, Triple MFD, Smalls One, Class, DJ Chunk, Mr. Gray. Just mad fucking people on this new Donnie Menace. I'm hyped for this shit because this dude keeps it grimy with that boom bab shit, but be spitting that wicked shit. And that's the, I just love when those two styles mix together, man. I really do. Just fire. So new new Donnie Menace, August 19th. Be on the lookout for that. And then I saw Ritz post this a couple days back. I think, was it last year he dropped the 10-year anniversary edition of White Jesus? Well, now we got the 10th anniversary collection of White Jesus Revival. I believe... uh, White Jesus has become has became Ritz's gang rags. This is fuck the fourth or fifth time this has been released. You had the OG White Jesus back in the day, the White Jesus revival, and then when he broke off from Strange, did his own thing. He released White Jesus Lucy's collection. I believe he did that in two parts, actually. Then we got the 10-year anniversary of White Jesus, White Jesus Revival Anniversary Edition. This has become his gang rags. Straight the fuck up. Like, this dude has pimped the fuck out of the White Jesus album. But the White Jesus album is fucking fire. It's still my favorite shit that he's done to this day. Um, not saying Not to say that what he does now isn't dope because it is. But White Jesus was my introduction to Ritz. I was never able to get the White Jesus revival when he released it back in the day. So it's dope to have that opportunity again. I know he had added uh, a few bonus tracks to that. And I don't think I ever heard those bonus songs. So it'll be dope to hear those um, finally after all these years. But White Jesus revival from Ritz. You can order that shit now. And yeah. Ill Bill, we all know at this point, Ill Bill, he's got his new album, Billy, coming soon. I'm hyped for it. Ill Bill, just one of my all-time favorite artists, easily. And I'm always hyped when Bill got some new shit coming. And he's got uh, a new single Dropping with Tragedy, Gaddafi. If you're an old school hip-hop head going back to Capone and Noriega, the War Report days, then you know who Tragedy is. The song is called Levithian. Production by Brinks Beats. And I'm trying to pull up the release date. I believe the release date for it is the 29th. But I'm going to pull it up real quick just to fucking confirm. It is the 29th. He's dropping his new single, Ill Bill. Just just one of those dudes I always get mad excited for. His last single that he put out with Gore-Tex's Stew Bangers was fucking dope. So yeah, we'll be covering that when that shit drops and continuing the coverage of his new album that should be dropping soon. Um, we talked a few weeks back about Crossworm starting his own Dirtcore music record label, signing Samson Samson. J-Hex Project, Mumra, Mad Max. 
I think that's it. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I think that's it. I apologize if I can't remember off the top of my head. But Dirkor Music, he went in head and remastered and re-released his project called Finding X, which is a dope fucking project. This was Crossworm doing the wicked shit. He's always dabbled in the wicked shit, right? But this project, Finding X, was just a straight-up horrorcore wicked shit project from Crossworm. I think this one went over a lot of people's heads when it first dropped. But if you're a fan of his style, that industrial hip-hop type shit that he does, peep Finding X because it was a dope project that I think went under the radar for him. And then he went and remastered um, Samson Samson's first project called Regrets. That's up on... um, Both of those are up on their respective Bandcamp pages, but they will be up on Apple Music and Spotify in the coming days. I'm actually going to look right now to see if it is yet. But man, Crossworm doing his fucking thing. And uh, I fucks with, I've been fucking with Crossworm since the Phoenix, man. I've said that. The Phoenix, uh, since, you know, back in the day, is fucking fire. Finding X is up on Apple Music. Let me see if I can find Samson Samson, his artist page, and see if his the EP is not available for that yet on Apple Music, but it is up on the Bandcamp. It will be up on Apple Music very fucking soon. We did no verses this week's this week with two albums. We didn't have any versus competitions this week, but we got a couple anniversaries we got to talk about. We got Juicy J. The Pimp Man, The Juice Man, The Chronicles of the Juice Man, underground album, celebrated its 20th anniversary this past week, and this shit is a banger. If you don't know Juicy J, I mean, if you, I mean, if you don't know Juicy J, I don't know what the fuck to tell you, because Juicy J is the motherfucking shit, 3-6 Mafia is the motherfucking shit, but uh, technically his first solo album maybe i know he had all those underground tapes back in the day in memphis but nationwide i believe this was his first solo project and this shit hard as fuck man oh two three six mafia is some fire shit man north north part two's dope who the buckest kill a clan smoke that weed like this shit is fire three six mafia very rarely very rarely disappoints because they have disappointed a little bit um with some of their releases but that shit right there that was like primetime three six mafia shit man such a fucking dope album from juicy j and then another project that celebrated an anniversary this week tech nine his first collab project tech nine collabos project i should say misery loves company I remember when this shit came out. It was, I believe, a year after Ever Ready came out. And it was like, holy shit, we're already getting a new album from Tech 9 And it's a collaboration project. Like, he's got everybody on Strange Music on here. Other people from Kansas City and all that shit. But let me tell you, when I did my ranking of the Tech 9 albums, I, I, I can't remember... <laughs> What I how I ranked the Tech Nine albums. I I don't have the list on my phone anymore either. 
But I'm pretty sure I put this at number one, if not number two, because arguably, in my opinion, this is his best album. Straight the fuck up. I know it's got to be my favorite. It's got to be my favorite. I mean, yes, Angelic is dope. Absolute power is fucking fire. But this shit right here is so goddamn good, man. I get it. It's a collabos album. Everybody's all over this shit, but fuck, man. It's just a banger front to back. There's not one skipper. Midwest Choppers, that box. Ain't nothing better or wetter than that box. Like, uh, damn. Gangsta Shap. Fan or foe is fucking crazy. Girl crazy? That shit is fire. I mean, come on, man. Uh, you don't want it with Prozac? Come on. That shit is fucking fire. Message to the black man. The Paseo, the poem Aaron saw, Extraordinary. One of my all-time favorite Tech 9 songs right there. The Paseo. I love that shit. I love this album so goddamn much, man. Misery Loves Company is just so fire. I love th- I love this album. And it's 15 years, man. I remember I pre-ordered this shit back in the day through the Strange Music website. Got that autographed copy. And, uh, yeah, man, Misery Loves Company, arguably, in my opinion, his best album. And probably pretty pretty easily my favorite album from Tech 9 I love that project so much. Better than Absolute Power, better than Ever Ready, better than KOD, Angelic, any album. I could bang that shit all day, every day. I love that shit so goddamn much, man. So happy birthday to Chronicles of the Juice Man and Misery Loves Company. And that's going to fucking wrap it up for me. I appreciate y'all fucking tuning in, man. We live. We here every motherfucking week. We on our motherfucking grizzond. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate all the fucking love, all the support. It's always super appreciated. Much fucking love, man. I really fucking love y'all. I do got to give a shout out. To Scotty Matthews for the donation. Forgot to shout out Scotty Matthews, motherfucking longtime supporter, consistent with the donations. I appreciate that shit, man. I appreciate that shit. Much fucking love, y'all. I'm Ron Bowden of the Beneath the Dirt Podcast, and until next time, I'm out. Peace.